Hi, welcome to the first ever episode of Mr. and Mrs. Podcast. Are we calling it that? Or is it Mr. versus Mrs.? Okay, with me <laughs> and my wife, Ms. Shamini Selvaraja. Oh, I'm a Miss now. Oh, Mrs. Shamini Selvaraja. Um, so, basically, we're do actually doing this. Actually, we wanted to test out the podcast equipment. And I was yep. just telling you like, babe, maybe we should kind of like do a podcast and, and see how it how can we do a podcast? So here we are. Um, so what are your thoughts? Is this your first time being on like a broadcast show, whether it's podcast or video or anything like that? Yes, it is. How do you feel so far? I think it's fine because it's. I just feel like I'm talking to you at home. <laughs> Nothing okay. different. Okay. That's what we want. Um, authenticity is, is, is rare nowadays in content. So that's what we want. If you guys are watching us on video, you will see that I'm actually sitting in a much better chair than my wife. Some of you might question that and say, why is you sitting? I bought this chair for myself. So do not judge me. And you need to get another nicer chair if you want to use and sit in a nice chair. No, no. That chair does not fit in with any of our furnishings. So <laughs> I don't yeah, want so another one. So this is one. an issue. Okay, this is an issue. I got this chair and this is a very comfortable, nice chair to, to play my games and things like that. But my wife is like, no, you can't put it outside in the hall because the chair doesn't fit any of the furniture. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, standing out from the rest of the furniture <laughs> and a bit of an eyesore. But since you like the chair so much, go ahead and sit on it. Okay. Um, this is just us rambling on, but let's uh, talk about how 2022 has been so far for you, my dear. Um, it's been good, I suppose, uh, ups and downs, lots of things happening for us, uh, but overall good because we had our second baby this year. Yeah, Anya was born, um, in January, on January 17th, and it's seven months with her, and of course we have Damien, who's our son, two-year-old son, um, it's been interesting, it's been, uh, quite, uh, difficult at times, definitely, I would say. Um, juggling two kids so we have two that's two and below two and below yeah um so yeah so uh, so what have we learned what have you learned personally in 2020 since Anya was born a mother of two right now what what are your thoughts I think I've learned to kind of uh relax and not to have so many worries or like um you know parental anxiety and yeah just you don't have to be perfect parents but just do what you can yeah like i we had this joke it's like just don't kill the child just feed the child change the child everything else will work on its own i feel nowadays parents try to do too much that's right and kids are actually pretty resilient themselves yeah but this style works with us it might not work with other couples other couples would want to be involved and want to you know give a lot of different things but this we are talking about what works for us yeah and, and it's so much more chill, I guess. That's the vibe we get as being parents. We kind of chill. Um, but how how have you grown with the with, with Anya being in our lives now? That's a good question. Um, I suppose I'm learning to manage handling two kids, um, and that's something. It's still a learning process, but I think so far we've been faring well. And of course, um, 
it's not just a learning process for myself but also you know for you as well and a growth process so why not you share some of your like lessons learned with ha- having two kids yeah right. it's supposed to be back and forth so you tell first and i tell so have you shared yours <laughs> i think i have okay so for me i think it's i'm a, i'm a father of two um and it's been uh so sometimes it's been very difficult i think patience is one thing that i've learned a lot as well and also how to kind of juggle with the two kids but very importantly as well taking care of ourselves our relationship is also important because having two kids now the workload has doubled in everything and i feel that with couples nowadays they kind of forget that the core relationship which is the relationship between husband and wife that's the main relationship the relationship we still need to work on yes i i mean i completely agree with that that um it's we still have to work on our relationship you and me mm. and not just focus solely on the kids um so it's a bit of a balancing act and i guess we have to juggle but um also interestingly what came to my mind was that uh, teamwork i think we are working better as a team we have learned that um cuz initially it was just you and me and then we had our first child and now our second child so the team dynamics has evolved in yeah. that sense and uh with that also how we work together you keep smiling at me that is so surreal i've never <laughs> been on a show with my wife and doing and talking about the kids so sorry i'm sorry i'll be smiling all the way throughout the whole episode so yeah okay. continue all right uh, so in that sense we have learned to adapt and you know change with the changing dynamics but i feel that um we we have learned and we are working better mm-hmm. you know as a team so i always like to think like it's not just a family unit we are a little team mm-hmm. so yeah yeah for for me as well because i grew up without a dad in a way and when demon came into our life and i have had this conversation with you before i've said like i want to be the best dad i can be you know and and i want to be do as much as i can and things like that. but also what you taught me which is also important is you need to kind of step back sometimes don't try to do so much yeah don't take on more than you can on your plate um mm. again it's not about being perfect parents but yeah. it's you know just doing what we can um and just being there for the kids i think that's the most important thing okay um i still enjoy looking at videos of our kids we take a lot of photos and a lot of videos and i'm sure all parents you know have their <laughs> phone gallery filled with photos of the kids i mean yeah you can't really um run away from the fact that they are very important you know in your lives as being as parents um what about parenting styles what do you think is my parenting style and let me get and then i'll comment on your parenting style okay sure um i think we've only been parents for for the last 2 years yeah. so i think we are still figuring it out um but so far what i've seen is so initially you would you know try to take on a lot and just try and do more than like that you may be able to and then when you fall short uh in in your opinion you then just get very upset with yourself and that's something you've had to learn that you can take a step back and you know you you will need to look after yourself as well um before you tend to the children so i think right now your parenting style is 
is pretty much um you you find you're trying to find the right balance of um being able to sit back and not just be i guess helicopter parent mm. you know not to just constantly be in our kids faces and just um constantly monitoring and supervising and just letting them be kids so that balance is actually really hard to to achieve um but we're learning and it's it's i think it's good that we have that realization that that's what we want to do um so yeah so that's where i see you and i think like it's the same for me as well oh you're not going to let me answer okay. like huh? <laughs> go this ahead what happens like get married and this <laughs> my answers for you go ahead okay so i think my wife's parenting style is she, she's also trying to find that balance between being laid back and being um I'm a helicopter parent you want to know whether your child meets the right milestones and she worries a bit like if our child is not crawling by this age or if our child is not eating by this age and she's not sitting up by this age you know she gets worried there is a, a worry factor in 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 what because you want them to hit that milestones but we kind of see the difference between Damien and Anya is that they are very different babies yeah. and, and they hit their milestones also in different months we yeah. always thought like Or when we hit like four months, this is supposed to be happening, but it actually doesn't. Yeah, every child is different. So that's something I've learned um, not to compare um, child number two's milestones with child number one's, because as you said, each child is different, yeah. and um, not to worry like that they will reach their milestones when they reach it. Yeah. So you know, nothing too concerning um, uh, that we would need professional um, help or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So just let them take their time and yeah. Okay. Another thing I realize is this is actually from an Instagram post on a reel that I saw is that moms tend to always have a running to do list in their heads. Oh yes. And I've never seen it in that light and I remember sending you that video and then you were like yes this is exactly explains why so at certain points in, in the day let's say it's a weekend and both of us are home with the kids and everything I tend to just sit back and relax and my wife is like no no we have to do this we have to do that we have to do this and I'm like no no it's okay we chill first then we do we chill first then we do what I didn't realize is that running to do list in a head is always pending work pending work pending work and that video and me sharing it with you actually helped me understand that oh, okay this is how she thinks and this is what she goes through so okay let's remove some things from the to-do list and then she kind of relaxes and then she slows down she's like okay let's take some time and to do things and you know to chill and things like that yeah so that's that's the difference um between you and me in the sense that you are let's chill first and then we'll get to the work when we get to it whereas i'm like keep talking huh? let's um get the work done and then we can chill i mean i know it's impossible to get all the work done because as you said it's a uh, running to do lists and um that to do list seems never ending sometimes mm. things just keep adding on but if we can get some things done before we relax and you know chill it it's much better because i don't get so stressed up so i think for us we've had to find that balance you know like uh, between your style and my style so yeah I think uh, yeah I think it's it's always been like we need to work on it we need to work on it we need to communicate I failed in in communication a lot I think because how I was growing up is I was never the type of person to share my feelings I think this is a lot of guys out there if you can agree with me is we never had that chance to actually express ourselves and express what we feel 
And remember, even until now, when you ask me, what are you feeling and how do you feel? I don't know how to put the feeling into words. And recently, only I've kind of uh, managed to do it. But this is going to be a take a long time of 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 trying and getting it right and things like that. But with women, I feel it's you know immediately. Like, yeah. This is what's wrong, and this is what's wrong, and this is what's wrong, and you will tell me this is what's wrong. <laughs> Without and why hesitation. Did I do it? <laughs> and what did you do? And yeah, but but I think that. Um, being a parent as well, that also has increased. Yeah. We have to kind of really work together in order for us to be in the right head space yeah. to handle the kids and to handle the workload. And recently, uh, the kids had to go and get admitted in the hospital. And that was tough. Yes, that was tough uh, because both kids were admitted in hospital. So we were both... Um, taking care of them in hospital. And at the same time, I had to telework from hospital. Mm -hmm. And it was really challenging. Um, And we had just returned from Penang. So a lot of things were happening. And yeah, so communication was very important. And so again, as I mentioned earlier, like teamwork. So we are a team. And I think sometimes parents forget that. Uh, So we are a team. And in every team, Communication is so important, be it um, it's the family unit or even like teams at work in the office, you know, you have to communicate. And if you are unable to communicate properly or well, that affects the team dynamic. So mm. for us, yeah, definitely teamwork and communication is something we have realized is so, so important. Yeah. And um, that kind of just helps us achieve things, you know, if we are able to communicate and work together well. It seems like my wife is enjoying the podcast, <laughs> talking about all of this. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your something that you will have to work on coming to the end of 22, 2023 and things like that? I think something that I will have to work on is um, it's definitely, I guess, my my anger. So in terms of managing my anger and also... Um, just my expectations that I know not everything will be achieved um, at the time that I want it to be achieved. So, and and that's fine, you know. Um, and also just my anger in the broad sense because I'm a little <laughs> short-tempered. So, I've been working on that and I know, <laughs> look at your face, I know that that's a... That's something no, I no, but you've handled it. I mean, when we were dating uh, seven years ago, when we started dating, I could see that there has been a change in your level of of your, your anger. So last time it used to be zero to hundred immediately and, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. But now it's a bit more, you can manage it in yeah. a way and you can tell me, no, I'm very angry with you right now and yeah. I need to walk away. Yeah. So I think that as a couple now learning to fight properly yeah that's so important actually and i'm so glad you brought that up because it i i don't believe it when people say oh um a successful marriage is one where there are no fights and whatnot i think any couple will fight if you don't fight you're just repressing things and that can be quite dangerous so fighting is normal but it's how you fight you know um like how you talk to each other when you're having disagreements and arguments um, and just maintaining respect. There should be a bottom line, you know, like not 
using um, bad language with each other and not, you know, just escalating the fight. But disagreements will happen. It cannot be avoided. Mm. So every time we have a disagreement, I'm always very well aware, like, how we fight is important, mm. you know, because whatever said and done in anger, sometimes it, it leaves a lasting impression or, yeah, impact on the other person. So how we fight is very important. And also the need to resolve it. So we must be able to resolve it because I, like, as you're quite familiar with it, that I don't like going, very to, familiar. <laughs> going to bed angry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? So I don't like to prolong um, disagreements or anything like that. I like to resolve it before we go to bed. So that, you know, when you wake up the next morning, everything's done. There's no resentment. There's no anger towards the other person. And it's a new day. It's a new mm. start. Mm. No grudges. Yeah, nothing, yeah. you know, um, being carried over to the next day. Yeah. We try to, to ask each other the next day, are you okay? What's going on through your mind? Just to make sure that everything's okay. There's no, like, repressed emotions. And 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 yes, definitely this has has, has, has helped us. Yeah. Um, I always say that um, the emotion in a fight, the, there's a lot of emotion involved. And yeah. I feel that when I get angry or I get emotional, I'm very difficult to, to handle. I, I'm a person that you can't really handle my emotion at that point. So yeah. I kind of need to like, okay, I need to take a minute. and I need to. So I fail in telling you that yes. actually, I'm actually very emotional right now. We need to take a minute because I'm just so, uh, what do you call it? Involved in my emotions and I'm feeling these emotions and I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, I want to yeah. fight and I want to, you know, so, so but that that's has sorry, and that's so interesting because when you're emotional, how you appear outward, yeah, is is you seem very calm, yeah, and you just are you're very quiet. So it's almost like for me, you, you shut down because you don't respond. There's no emotion showing on your face like or your wall body, suddenly, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's interesting that you're saying like inside, it's just a struggle. struggle. It's a struggle. I I remember telling you this this. Um, this visual of how I see it in my mind. So basically, there's this long bridge, and there's two sides, two sides of the bridge, and one side is me, and another side is all my emotion. And when I cross the bridge and I get to all my emotion, I can't go back to the other side. Yeah. You know, I'm just sitting there in my emotion and I'm handling it and I'm feeling it and I want to do something about it. I want to make myself better, but actually stepping away and going to the other side of the bridge actually is the only way that for me to kind of get out of that 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 funk I'm in and, and try to handle the situation because emotion in a fight, being highly emotional in a fight is not going to help anybody. No, because, um, you know, it may lead to you saying things that you actually don't mean mm. and, um, yeah, sometimes it may also take the, the conversation or the argument um, to a place where you don't even... Uh, meant to go you know yeah, yeah. yeah so so then how do you handle that like so if you're so highly emotional at that point in oh, time oh she's asking the questions now <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you handle that then like you know what do you do I try to just step away from the conversation and try to just like um, uh, internalize what I'm feeling trying to figure out like I always ask myself what are you feeling right now what are you feeling right now and uh, what are you feeling right now is it um does it help the situation? Like, If you feel angry, I always tell myself, don't say anything in anger because, you know, that only makes things worse and you don't want to escalate. Mm. 
So for me right now is I'm trying to just internalize and tell myself, okay, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? Okay, you're feeling this. Okay, tell Sham you need to take a minute, or okay. tell Sham you yeah. need to take a minute. But the problem is, I fail in doing that, so I'm still working on it. So it's a work in perfect. progress. It's a yeah. work in progress. So yeah. yeah. But talking about having arguments and conversation, it's very difficult to have a conversation and uh, argument with your two-year-old because he's now in his toddler phase yeah. and he knows what he wants and he knows what he doesn't want yeah. very clearly mm-hmm. and it's been a struggle a bit. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think so from that transition from baby phase infancy to toddler stage it is very interesting because it's almost like a different child. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, and it's a it's not only a learning experience for them uh, because they're going through so many things they're learning so many things but it's a intense learning curve for us as well on how to handle a toddler um and it's new territory for us as well but it's we're learning and so for me i just feel you say i give in a lot to our toddler but i just feel you know um our toddler doesn't really know what he wants and um he he definitely knows what he doesn't want <laughs> but he yes. does not really Everything know Everything is no 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 yeah what he wants and and sometimes we don't understand what he's trying to tell us you know and that frustrates him because yeah. he thinks he's communicating it very clearly to us but clearly not because mm-hmm. we don't understand and then you know so it gets very complicated so in and i always just remind myself he's only 2 years old so if he wants to you know play with his crayons or watch his favorite tv show i just let him um or go to the bathroom and say oo black oo black oo black because he wants to play with the oo black you yeah. know yeah he yes his current favorite activity is playing with the oo black um So ublek if you guys don't know is that that uh mixture mixture of cornstarch and water and then it becomes this non-newtonian fluid thing so when you put pressure on it, it becomes a, a something hard but then yeah. if you if you release it and you touch it it's actually a liquid so it's it's a very cool thing for for toddlers So bottom line he likes messy play and mm-hmm. how we uh do it is any messy play takes place in the bathroom so that it's just easier uh to clean up yeah. after and um Okay. He, he he walks he he so when we, we, Why are we, here we were sitting we were sitting in the hall and yeah. then we were like uh, watching something or yeah it was, it was at okay. night okay so we're like, winding down and we don't want to overstimulate him and yeah. that's when he comes up and he keeps saying like, ooh black like Ublek. he and wants like, to have messy play at like past 9 p.m. at night yeah. so so he so you know in trying to handle that so i like to read a lot and actually instagram is a really good source for me to mm. learn on um parenting tips especially managing a toddler so i try not to say no to him because you know otherwise it's constantly no and then he just gets fed up and frustrated and then uh, tantrum follows so i'll be i'll tell him yes sure okay we'll do it tomorrow mm. so it's not a no so it's not a it's no a later. it's a yes, yes so yeah. i'm always giving him positive responses but mm. it's yes but later mm. so so that's something that i'm a bit more mindful of and i and i've seen the reactions you say yes and it's like okay yes yes and a tantrum like, doesn't follow yeah but Whereas, if you say no yeah 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 that's then true. it's a full meltdown so yeah it's something definitely 
we are learning and yeah. you know there's also a lot of we haven't gotten to, to the point where anya is going to be a toddler and and with anya and damian in that phase it's going to be interesting and definitely we'll do a podcast and talk about it because this is free therapy <laughs> that's true <laughs> talking about things just you know i mean for me definitely talking about things um it helps so that i and i feel better mm. yeah so yeah so this is going to be therapy first <laughs> since therapy is expensive so this is cheaper than therapy is, yes it's cheaper than therapy okay so we have hit about 25 minutes Okay. Just like that. Wow. So my wife has uh, told me that she only wants to do this within half an hour. So yeah. we've hit 25 minutes. Your final thoughts on the year ahead, uh, being a parent, and what would you want uh, to to look forward to? Um. You you say then I say. All right. For me, for the year ahead, I just want. I. I hope we can. you know get out of this pandemic soon mm-hmm. because i don't think the pandemic is going to go away anyway it's going to be here i think we just have to be careful going out and, and yes it's just that um you know parenting during a pandemic has been tough really challenging yeah. and i think like we can have another podcast just talking about <laughs> parenting during the pandemic oh now she wants to have the podcast <laughs> she was like why are we going to do a podcast and everything and now she wants to have the podcast no, i think okay. we, that's a whole different um session yeah season by the way not <laughs> even one session yeah yeah so you know i i want to be able to take the kids just anywhere without worrying about is it going to be overly crowded are people going to be wearing their mask you know so i feel because of the the pandemic I've kind of restricted what the kids should and shouldn't do and yeah something simple like going into the pool the kids haven't been to a public pool mm. so I just but hope But we really want to go to a public pool I mean as kids we went and it was fun and everything but now you see how disgusting the pools are you know do you really want to <laughs> expose true, the kids That's true that's true but also I think the pandemic I don't we don't even go to public pools I mean <laughs> So yeah. But, But I think anyway. the pandemic has left uh, lasting impressions on us in the sense that um right now if it's a place that's you know slightly crowded we just avoid like mm. I'm just like what's the point you know. Um so yeah so that's what I hope you know for like the rest of 2022 that we don't have a spike in cases and you know everything just returns back to normal. Okay. Uh my thoughts, final thoughts for the year ahead is I hope we can do this more. Actually, I've enjoyed the session uh, today and and talking to you is 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 nice. I always wanted you to be involved in whatever that I was doing and this kinds of bring you into the circle of my little stuff that I'm doing with content and things like that. So 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 I've enjoyed it and and thank you. Uh the pandemic, yes, definitely we want to try to go out more maybe take a family trip somewhere you know try try to to visit some places we always wanted to go back where we got married cameron highlands um maybe we can see that that um, happening soon yeah yeah all right thank you so much for watching um if you're listening this on podcast um i don't know what we're going to call the show so <laughs> just follow us on our social media platforms and we'll let you know when the show is out and things like that so yeah thank you so much thank you